everyone, Trent Morrow with LMB Counseling for Behind the Door Series number 27. Thanks for always being uh, for being here. Um, today, I wanted to talk to you about uh, a concept that we're using in the practice, just a, a different way to think about anxiety. I was listening to a podcast with Dr. Andrew Huberman, um, and it was Lex Friedman's podcast. Uh, I would encourage you to go watch it. Um, it has a lot of very useful information, and he's a neuroscientist. Um, that talks really well about in, in conceptual ways that we all can kind of understand the nuances of how the brain works. But um, one of the things that came out of that podcast that I really related to and was able to kind of relate it to our clients is um, the ways to think about anxiety. And so anxiety, the way we conceptualize it is, is fear without facts. And so you think of kind of the three levels, the three response systems into our, our body when we are dealing with a threat and anxiety makes us feel like there's a threat, even though the facts don't necessarily support that. Um, so you've got freeze, which is more like a simmer and freeze is just obviously not in action, waiting to see what happens. Uh, for instance, if I was walking down the street and saw a dog off a leash, I may just kind of sit there, stand there for a minute and see what the dog's going to do um, before I act in a certain manner. Then you've got uh, flee, um, and so now maybe the dog is chasing us and we're trying to get away. Um, and then you've got fight, which is obviously uh, the, the dog is attacking you and you're doing everything you can in your powers to, to get that dog off of you. So most of the time, if you think about it in those terms with anxiety, anxiety is just freeze. So you're frozen. Uh, the distress isn't too great to move you into action. It just makes you feel um, incredibly uncomfortable. So if you think of that emotional temperature range that we talk about a lot, you know, it may be like somewhere in the three or the four or the five, 10 being the worst again um, and being truly dysregulated. So um, one of the things that we're, we're trying to get our clients to do and think about conceptually is if you notice that distress and you know that you don't have that, the facts to support the feeling. And so that distress is just uncomfortable, but not uncomfortable enough to make you move into action, which is either flee or to uh, fight. Um, then you have to, on your own, through cognition, through recognition and consciousness, to say, like, I'm going to get out of this emotional state. So it kind of goes back to that chain of command that we've talked about before, which is sensation, perception, feeling, thought, action. So you have to reverse engineer that and you start acting. So you put yourself into action. So that's either doing the flee, so using your tools um, or coping skills that you'll, you'll hear um, pretty common in the industry, but we call them tools tools that help you disconnect from that distress. So that could be, you know, doing some exercises, going outside, uh, talking to someone. We want to do healthy things that make us flee from that distress. But more importantly, you really need to elevate yourself up into the fight category. And that's where you can use the shoulder technique that we talk about so much. So um, I had a client yesterday who um, illustrated it very well that, you know, he put him, he was feeling distress and he elevated himself into the fight. Um, and so he could fight the, the feelings that he was experiencing, the anxiety he was feeling. And he did that through the shoulder technique. And the shoulder technique is allowing those feelings, those thoughts um, to come into, um, into kind of the room and be uncomfortable with it while listening to your left shoulder, which is saying like, that's just the right shoulder talking junk not being honest, making up hypotheticals, making up untruths, and the left shoulder is saying, that's just anxiety. That's just the right shoulder doing that, we are good. And by doing that, you actually allow your distress level to come down because you're no longer trying to 
just not think about it, not think about it, or just feel like you're, you can't wrestle it and feeling that either that distress or that flight. So if you'll elevate your level up higher and put yourself into the fight mode, rather than allowing the feeling to kind of get there through that slow emotional temperature climbing, um, then you have control over the circumstances rather than it having control over you. And so it's a really good way to think about that, you know, that freeze, that flee and that fight and get yourself out of that freeze when there are no, um, to kind of use the illustration of the dog, when there is no facts that support that you actually need to freeze. Um, and that way, the, the moments that you're experiencing this stuff, this, this distress and this anxiety, you're now shortening those and you're creating a better response system, that habit loop that we've talked about before and other behind the doors. You're creating a better habit loop when you feel that distress that, hey, I'm feeling distress. Now I know what to do. Let me go do the thing that's uncomfortable. Let me do the thing that is challenging and put myself into action. And by doing that, you're going to get more dopamine because you're doing something that you've chosen to do that you know is hard and you'll get that reward from it. Um, and a byproduct of that is you'll also, using that shoulder technique, you'll be able to um, have better control over that distress and for that moment in time, be able to stand up and fight those distressing thoughts that are coming into your brain. So just think of that. Am I, where am I? Am I more in a freeze moment right now? And I'm more of a flea moment right now? Um, or should I elevate it into a, more of a fight mentality? And when you elevate it to a fight mentality, you're going to get some things that are uncomfortable. Um, some of that adrenaline, just like you would if, if you were actually fighting. But you get to be in control of that rather than, like I said, rather than the thoughts being in control of you. Um, so it's very empowering. It works really, really well um, when you use those strategies, when you think of it in those terms, when you think of the emotional temperature, and then when you use the shoulder technique to go fight. So hopefully that helps. Um, and like always, we are open to suggestions and, and comments and would love to hear more from you if there's other things that we should be talking about. And I hope you have a, a great week and we'll see you next week. Thanks. Bye.